You're listening to the IMT Show with Mike Sims. Now here is your host. I first published uh, uh, my first book, Victim. And Victim was actually came to me in, in 2005 as a short story. I just started uh, my new job at, at the company that uh, I worked at for 16 years at and uh, enjoy very, very much. It's, uh, it's been the, the best job I've ever had uh, in, in many ways. And, and uh, I, I thank the world of the owners and, and the people I work with uh, quite a bit. I really do. The, um, I had uh, I had just been through um, a, a a year of unemployment with a newborn. <laughs> on top of all that, uh, after the software company I worked for had basically went under, and it was a uh, it was a hard time and it was a hard struggle, and that was in two thousand three. That was. Um, a year that uh, 1.2 million IT people were, it was ever an IT recession. I was going to interviews with um, 30 and 40 people. And you would go to job fairs and they would have big signs up, no IT jobs. It was, uh, it was a horrifically, horrifically tough time. And everything was uh, about, we were about to lose everything. It, uh, and then I finally landed a temporary job to fill in for somebody that was uh, uh, sick. And a contract company had hired me, uh, asked me to interview for this job. And I didn't even know who this contract company was or how they found my resume, but I was, uh, I went to the interview and I was supposed to fill in for, for a week until the, the uh, gentleman came back. And first day, it was it was a mid-sized company with about uh, fifteen hundred user computer users. I first day I set up my workstation and they set me up my accounts and and then the next day I came into work and the entire IT team had to travel to other branch locations to do things and I was there by myself to take care of all fifteen hundred computer users. And by lunchtime, I managed to clear the entire. Uh, bucket of issues and had mapped their network and made suggestions and managed to keep everything under control for the entire week. Uh, after the, the next Monday, the IT director looked at me and said, you're hired. And that broke the unemployment. Uh, still, it was, um, it, it, uh, it was a, a tough job. It wasn't a, a it wasn't a, a very good job in my opinion, but it, uh, it, it floated us and kept us going until I answered an ad for, a, for the job that I, I'm at. And the, the owner had put a, a simple one-line ad in the newspaper. And so I sent my resume and hand wrote, uh, here's my resume. I didn't take, really, take it really that seriously, but uh, he interviewed me and, uh, and I got the job. And it's been a it's been a great great company great job ever since. But as soon as I started, a short story had popped in my head about a 
an indomitable woman, a woman that has been through harsh, harsh times. Uh, she's a, a rape survivor from her teens. And she's uh, older now in her late 30s. And a man has stalked her by the name of Tim. And her name is Vicky. Tim has, decides to assault her in her house. And she, what he doesn't know is that she has multiple black belts in the martial arts and extremely tough, extremely intelligent and beats the crap out of him basically. And then decides that she's going to stalk him and teach him a lesson. It was meant to be a dark comedy short story that just popped in my head and I started writing it. And as I wrote it, like a lot of my stories, they, they take a life of it, their own as I'm writing and before I knew it, this story had turned dramatic and ended quite differently than I expected. I'm going to show you what it is to have your life ruined. And I know there is nothing you can do. This will be therapeutic for both of us. I haven't even gotten started yet. Don't you know that? It is over when I say it is. You are going to know what it is to be a victim And I looked at it in astonishment because it was a lot different than any short story I ever wrote. And I said to myself, this is not a short story. This is, this is a novel. And I don't know what to do with it. So I shelved it for about eight years. And then um, we, we went through a lot of changes at work. Uh, my boss had passed away and um and so we we had a lot of uh, a lot of things to adjust to. And around that time, like a light bulb went off, I knew how to write that story into a novel, the whole story, not just that story, but Vicky's entire life. So I began to write victim, which is uh, V-I-C slash T-I-M, which is a play on the, the names Vicky and Tim and the word victim because both of them were and are. I wrote the, uh, it took me about two years to write the story. And I had the help of uh, Melinda uh, along the way. And then uh, Nicole jumped in to help uh, edit. And uh, she employed uh, her, the help of uh, uh, some relatives, which would have been, uh, uh, a great help as well and, and very critical. Some of them uh, are literary majors and literary professors. So that's that's quite a bit of uh, uh, stuff there. I had some, um, I had a, a an astronomy character. So I employed a, a friend of mine that was a, that's a scientist uh, for NASA by the name of uh, Michelle Thaller and who is uh, fairly famous in her her realm and she's been on she has her own shows and her own stuff and, and she gave me uh, some great behind the scenes insight about what it is to be a scientist and what to especially astronomy and i i took everything that in that she she gave me and which was quite a bit and uh, made the, the characters more real and also got the advice of other relatives and people that were lawyers and so forth for the other characters and put this story together. 
it was even though I, I knew Vicky's entire life, it was a fraction of her life with the idea that if if it ever became a series, then I I would already have it all laid out. I self-published it on uh, on Amazon and I after I put it out there, I thought, well, that's that. I've taken that off my bucket list. I wrote a book. There it is. And um, I submitted it to um, to over 500 literary agents on its merit <laughs> and not knowing even how to even submit um, a project to a literary agents, just emailed them all. It was turned out by every, every one of them, all 500. And, uh, <laughs> and so I submitted it to second tier publishers, which are publishers uh, that don't require an agent, but they're not, um, uh, they're not as powerful as the big five. Didn't hear anything from any of them, except for about three or four months later, I got a message from uh, Tate Publishing. Tate Publishing was, uh, they were based out of um, Oklahoma. They had about 30,000 authors to their, their uh, repertoire. Plus they also had a music division and so forth. Uh, they were considered um, by many as a, a vanity publisher that they, they sell you a lot of things, a lot of packages and things to try to get you uh, more money out of you. But I, I didn't have a problem with their business model as a model. They, they were wanting $4,000 deposit per book. And if you sell 2,500 books, then you got your deposit back, plus your royalties and so forth. I didn't have a problem with that because when you, when you consider the cost of editing uh, video book trailers, uh, layout people, editors and all, all these people that these million little parts that it takes to make a book happen. Uh, $4,000, even as an expense is nothing. It really isn't in the book industry. It's a, uh, especially when they're making your books returnable, which means that bookstores uh, uh, are attracted to carry them. If you can convince them to do it on credit and they absorb the cost of if books are returned. So I, I didn't have a problem with it at all, but except for the fact that I didn't have $4,000. <laughs> so I, I turned them flat down and they, they contacted me and made a, and told me that um, my book was controversial, like 50 shades of gray. And which I thought was interesting since they were a Christian publisher that, you know, and uh, that they would, they would be wanting something controversial, but they wanted it. They wanted it bad. And they were willing to almost for nothing publish it and publish any other book I writ I wrote after that uh, for nothing. And just, uh, I didn't, I knew that they had some financial issues and some controversy. I did find that a fellow classmate of mine had published uh, about uh, eight books with him. And he had told me that they were a little bit slow about paying royalties, but they, they paid. And he had no problems with them that they had managed to get him his books in 400 libraries and, and they, they, they get you hopping along. So, you know, that's, um, it was a quantum leap 
from self-publishing on my own. So I, I, I submitted it to them and they had me going and hopping and doing, getting author pictures and getting this and asking for that, for scripts for the, the, the video book trailer. And, and, uh, and uh, they had suggestions for different cover designs. And then I would throw my, you know, what my, I wanted out of it and so forth. And, and it was exciting. And it took about eight months until they finally released a victim. And it was, uh, it was beautiful. Uh, it, uh, the editing was, was, uh, was pretty good. And, and they got it out there. It motivated me enough to where when the readers started reading it, they started asking more about who Vicky was because this was in the middle part of her life. They wanted to know how she got this way, how she became so smart, how, you know, how, how did Vicky become this way? So I decided to make it a series. I made victim number four in the series out of a six series book uh, and started working on the prequels. So I started the first book, aptly named Vicky. I wrote that book in, in 30 days. And to me, it was, it was more just an introduction to the series and the character. I didn't, uh, I didn't think it would, it would do very well, but it, it ended up being, uh, I got more response out of it than any of the other books so far. I was really surprised. Uh, I had um, rape survivors that emailed me and told me that it was like reading their experience in their life and that I had got it right because I, in the book, I described what happened to her. And I was very, very careful and respectful in that because I, I wanted to express the emotion and harshness of that event, um, but not be overly descriptive. And uh, it, it really, it, it touched me, the emotions that um, the people that had, what they expressed. So, I wrote the next book, Valkyrie, which was not as heart-wrenching, but kind of her rising to power and becoming in full bloom who she really is. And this, um, this book was uh, where she takes on a, an evil corporate game called The Lazarus Game. And uh, after college, this is her settled job she settled on. And she also takes on a, uh, an issue. She works for a marketing company. So she takes on the publicity issue of a mega preacher that has got a major controversy brewing around his ministry. And some people have asked me, you know, is this uh, book specifically about a certain preacher, uh, evangelistic televised preacher out there? And uh, no, I was not thinking of anybody in particular when I, when I wrote it. Uh, but I wanted to, to put Vicky on the world stage uh, publicity-wise with her talents. But also it set the stage for the book that I'm finishing up right now, which is the fills in the gap in the Vicky series prequels uh, called Violet. And Violet um, 
because Vicky has hindered the Lazarus game, the corporate game played on interns, the this game was invented by Violet. And Violet is a global, world powerful, behind the scenes woman of a very powerful family. And she has decided that she's going to torture Vicky and um and make uh make her life miserable for for affecting something that was an important project for her. And so Violet uh, introduces is another heart wrenching book because it really gets uh, harsh in places and it steps Vicky up in understanding how the world works and how very wealthy people see things, especially ones that have a lot of power uh, allegedly. So it's, um, Hopefully it's an interesting book. It's it's in beta te- reading right now with beta readers to offer suggestions. And then uh, I'll go in and put in what is called the bumpers, the uh, on the chapters, the you know, more descriptive of what's happening in each chapter because it's mostly just dialogue right now. So that readers will know where we're at, what what's happening. And then it'll go to editors. And uh, I've I've settled on a couple of editors that uh, and I'll I'll pick one of them. And that I, I think will be really good for it. Then it's um, I, through my company. I do all the layout, and, and I've already got the cover design already done, uh, and uh, do book trailers, which I do book trailers for for me and other authors, and get that that marketing going. So in in the middle of these podcasts, I'll be announcing when when Violet is out. Then I can work on the final two books, which are after Victim which would be uh, Victory and Victoria. And Victory is, uh, we'll see what, um, what Vicky's destiny is, what, what all this stuff has happened in her life will, has brought her to. And then Victoria is, is, the, seeing, is the finality of her life and seeing how things fashioned for, and how she changed a lot of people and influenced people and where they went and what happened to them. So... I hope you enjoy the series. It, it's, it is uh, an adult drama. It is very harsh in places. I've had people tell me they've had to put it down for a while and, and um, collect themselves. I've even had a couple of, uh, of men that uh, said they liked the story. They hate Vicky. <laughs> and, and literally for, uh, for over an hour, uh, berate me about how she's too smart, too powerful, not nice. And my resultant, you know, reply to him was that, you know, if you're, if a fictional character really bothers you that much, then you probably need to look in the mirror because it's, uh, it's not, uh, it's not her, you know, no, there's no woman that can be too smart or too powerful or too anything. They, they are what they are. And if you, if it's a problem for you, then it's not them. So, it's um, but the fact that it elicits uh, an incredible emotional response uh, is a it, it 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 humbles me that that people take it that that much heart. Uh, I've had one actress that that read it. Uh, she came off of a film shoot in the middle of the night, and she was going to just read one chapter, and she ended up reading the entire book all night long, 
and then told her manager she wanted to play Vicky. <laughs> so, um, you know, it didn't work out, but uh, it was, um, but she was, um, uh, she was a tremendous lady and she had a tremendous team. And I, I, I was very honored that they, that they, they, they took it serious and, and went as far as I did with it. But, um, but we're still working to pitch and still working to try to get it into a TV series as well. And we have some, some, uh, some good people behind it. Hello, Mike Sims. This is Dee Wallace from ET and Cujo and the Howling. Hey, dude, I want to congratulate you on your Vicky book series and your Southern Cross sci-fi book. Woo! Let's get them on the screen. Let's make them big hits. Hey, I'm with you. So good luck, dude. Hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the IMT show with Mike Sims. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The IMT show is an opinion show and not to be taken as serious personal, legal, tax or financial advice. It is meant as entertainment only. IMT show, Maseroff for Mike Sims is not responsible for ad content. For more information on show schedules and content visit www.maseroff.net slash IMT.